The Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. Then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Just in time for summer, the SGPN Store has a new line of mesh shorts. Use promo code SHORTS at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com for 10% off. And the SGPN Fantasy Football team is giving away a Lamar Jackson jersey in the month of May. Leave a five-star review on our Apple or Spotify podcast to enter. DM us your review at SGPN Fantasy on Twitter uh, to confirm your entry. The winner will be selected May 31st. DGENs assemble. Welcome to Heroes and Villains Fantasy Football, sponsored by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Andrew, the TD King Rob. And our special guest this evening is Miss Hope Bishop. How are we doing, guys? How are we doing, Hope? I'm, I'm doing great, guys. Thank you guys for having me here. It's, I'm excited. Talk some best ball, rip a BNBM draft. It's going to be a fun time. Yep, absolutely. Andrew, how are you, sir? Good, man. I mean, as you know, it's a little crazy in the Rob household with uh, with little Triton here. He's uh, currently two weeks old today. Uh, still still five weeks early from the due date. So it's a uh, it is a testing time here in the Rob household. So I'm, I'm, I'm uh, grateful to be able to be on here with you and hope. And, uh, you know, like she said, rip a best ball mini draft. Absolutely. We we appreciate you taking some time away from the fam. You getting you know some good sleep still? Are you up all night? What's up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so like, obviously you're going to experience this in a few months when you have your child, but kids come out not knowing what day and night is. So during the day, sleep all the time. At nighttime, not so much. So uh, our, our sleep patterns are uh, just as wonky as his is. Colliding a little bit, colliding just <laughs> yeah, as ADP will as well, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we got Mr. Davis Peng in the chat. Is this uh, the place to meet local best ballers in your area? I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not sure. Uh, clearly, no other interactions in the chat. So you'll have to you'll have to try to pry it out of the folks uh, over there, uh, Davis. Uh, I'm gonna peek my head into uh, the draft here. I actually just finished one, so right on time to enter another. Um, I do have a couple of auto drafts because of this process of ours. So hopefully tonight I can not waste $25. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and back out. There are three more to start. I was able to save $25. That was very nice. Good. There you get, go. I'm getting a little better. I don't want, I don't want to risk it. There was three more. <laughs> I needed you two. Didn't want to risk it. We'll give it like another five minutes or so. Uh, hope we'll just kind of ask you like right now, who are some uh, ADP risers for you? Who are some players that you're starting to prioritize a little bit more in your best ball mania drafts? Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite guys this year, and he's still, he hasn't risen as much as I thought he was going to at this point. Um, but it is Ramondre Stevenson. I've talked about this a little okay. bit on my stream. One of my favorite picks right now, you can still get him in the mid third. And I think they didn't take anyone in the draft. I know they brought in James Robinson and, and there's the worry with the Patriots. They always have that committee aspect to them. And they took a couple guys last year with Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris, who are, you know, we'll see mid round rookies. 
Uh, but I think this is Ramondre's backfield. I think I'm wanting to draft a lot of him right now. And I think he's going to end up in the second round um, as the summer proceeds. So Get him all he's hot. I love it. I love Absolutely. it. I was loving Ramondre's uh, surge last year. So I would love for it to continue. But, man, just got to get got to get through Bill first. Got to get through Mr. Belichick first. Yeah, that's that is the worry. I hope I, I I know you and I share a favorite really late round guy in Jerome Ford. Do yes. you think that someone's going to sign there and screw up our uh, our exposure right now? Because I honestly I think Jerome Ford was one of the biggest winners from the draft. I mean the Browns didn't really do anything to back up Nick Chubb, so I think it's Jerome Ford's job, you know, behind Nick Chubb. But do you think somebody goes there and and you know do you think he kind of falls back on the depth chart? I think it's definitely a worry. You know, Kareem Hunt is still lingering out there. He's got experience with the coaching staff. As from being there the last few years. So that that is a worry. Um, but right now, yeah, he's one of my favorite later on picks, like you said, with him having that pass catching ability, them not bringing one in. He, he seemed like a smash pick right now, but there's always that in the back of your mind. Um, I kind of still have that with Tony Pollard. Like, I, I mm-hmm. still think they're going to bring someone else in. And not that, you know, they'll make me scared to draft Tony Pollard, but maybe he could slide back a half a round or something if they bring Zeke back or bring in Lenny or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we also have Dalvin Cook. Looks like he's going to hit the market here at the end of the mm-hmm. month. He's going to be available. Uh, like you said, Zeke's still out there. I mean, there's there's definitely a couple of, uh, you know, well, yeah, about four running backs. I mean, you mentioned them all there. You know, Kareem Hunt, Lenny, Lenny Fournette, someone that I've been drafting a ton of, you know, even since the big board. Um, Dalvin Cook potential on the move. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of shifts here. I'm going to peek my head back in. I uh, I did once more, but there was still two to start. Ten more, jump on in. All right. Jump on in. That goes right. the same for the uh, the family chat. Yes. All right. Eight more. Yeah, we're we're gonna be all set there. Mm. Need eleven in the next one. Um, okay. Paul's probably in this one. Probably is that what uh, I was inverted? Mm-hmm. Shout out! I was inverted. He's in yep. a lot of our drafts. Yeah, so I know that that's a it's probably a favorite scre- uh, username of yours, Justin, as a uh, Top Gun fan. <laughs> uh, yes, it is, it is a good one for sure. Indiana Jones isn't bad. It's just you know, it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a bad one. Oh no, he's Team Ramrod. Yeah, that's yeah, he's Team Ramrod. He's Indiana Jones yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, he's a yeah. fellow Top Gun guy. That's, that's a pretty good one. It's pretty pretty good one as far as you know. You know, puns go with your name. We got two <laughs> more to start here, and we're gonna get the uh, the order going. Uh, Hope, is there anyone that's falling down your boards? Anyone in particular that you're just like, nah, no, 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 I'm good. <laughs> Besides Mike Evans. Fine. Besides Mike Evans, yeah, that whole Tampa situation and stuff. Like, I actually don't hate either of them. I just didn't mm-hmm. like on that one stream how we built them, built that team together with uh, with the rest of the players who took on it. But no, I, it's tough right now. Some of these rookies, they're not falling, but I, I'm kind of starting to shy away because mm-hmm. I feel like a, you know, these rookies are getting boosted up because of what's happened in previous years with, you know. Garrett Wilson going, you know, double digit rounds and us and, and him smashing, obviously all the way back to Jamar Chase. So now I just think with rookies, you're paying the price for what the guys did in the past. And some and people aren't accounting for this class not being as good as those other classes. Right. Looks like oh. I'm at 110. Hope oh my is at God. 19. I'm in uncharted territory for Best Ball Mania so far for myself. 1-4. Oh, okay. All right. Top five wow. pick. I'm not going to try to get her up though. on the uh, – up on the board here so everybody so what do we got here we got uh so i was inverted one two i'm one four team ramrod one five uh hope you're one nine justin one ten 
and Dilly 112. Anybody else that uh, is in here that maybe I missed? Let's see. Recognize mm. any of the other names? But... Mm -mm. D's and Naders. I've seen Vinny D in the in the streets, but I don't know who he is or mm -hmm. or her. Don't know. It's funny person. how many times you hop in a draft, you're like, oh, I've drafted with that guy and that oh, guy. Goodness, that person yeah. and that, yeah. Yeah, and that girl. And, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, especially. I don't know if you guys play any of the daily stuff, but it's it's all the same names almost yep. every day. Yeah. All right. I haven't picked from the one nine yet in BBM, um, but I usually go receiver um, mm -hmm. at the late part of the the first round. I feel like that just I don't know it just feels the best where you can get these second third round RB values it's, instead of taking an Eckler or a JT right now for me. Yeah, we're very pro wide receiver uh, push. We're, we're we're pushing receivers over here. Yeah, as I'm sitting here contemplating taking CMC. Well, at pick four, I think pick, that's pretty yeah. valid. CMC is different than those guys. Yeah, and, and and him falling to four, someone pulling up Kelsey to three. I mean, yeah, I mean, that that Kelsey. I guess pick, you got to get is, different, but that is interesting. That's interesting. That's different. Yeah. What are you guys doing with Kelsey? Oh man, I know I asked you on your stream uh, a little bit ago. <laughs> I, I kind of brought this up, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing for me because it feels gross to take a tight end so early, but it's it's Travis Kelsey, right? Like it, I mean, we, you take him and you don't really have to worry about tight end the rest of the time if you don't really want to. So I I think it's okay to take him around six, seven, somewhere in there, but I, I won't take him any earlier. I'm not going to move him up past six. I mean, six is the the tippy top for me. That's that's where he should be going, I, I would feel. But honestly, like mm. I, I would like him to drop back and a little bit more if possible. Yeah. yeah, I wish he was a turn pick this year just with the potential age fall off, even though, I mean, he just did it, you know, at 33. Right. So now he's 34. So I think that is a little bit funny. Like, he can't I think if again. Sean McVay keeps talking, he's going to pull Volt Cooper Cup up to number three. Mm. Yeah. He's calling Matthew Stafford a human jugs machine right now. The <laughs> guy that was supposed to be retiring like three weeks ago, you know, so... <laughs> Just yeah, let the coach talk to you, Ben. Pick here. I, I just said I usually go receiver, but Bijan did fall a couple spots. I'm gonna go ahead and grab grab Bijan here. Actually, cool, cool, uh, cool. Love it. Makes it easier for me to take CD because I thought yeah. that's where you were gonna go. Yeah, CD's a tough one. I am slightly worried about the comments from McCarthy in that offense, um, but I know a lot of people like him. You like him. Davis likes him a lot, so. It's um, it's something I need to reconsider, and he's he's mm -hmm. going to be the wide receiver one and the alpha target there. Just worried about that pass volume a little bit. I think they need to add another running back for us to be like overly concerned because right now with Tony Pollard and Deuce Vaughn, I mean, are we are we really worried about Rojo touching the field like a ton? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, believe me, I, I've banged the Rojo drum plenty, plenty, but you know, <laughs> I've got to step away, put down the drumstick. Like, no, like that's just a good say point. no. Right, like they don't really have that big back to give the ball to, which because you know, like as much as we want it to be Pollard, they've never trusted him with a big workload, and so mm -hmm. you know he gets there a lot on efficiency and and through the air. So that that's a good point. I could I could see maybe Dalvin Cook going down there. That's a big that's a big spot, a good you know ball moving offense. Not really that dissimilar to you know to Minnesota, but you know I was thinking about it. You know where Dalvin Cook could wind up as I'm on the clock here. And uh, I, the first place I started looking was the uh, the Vikings schedule, which yeah. I think is a pretty good place to start. <laughs> um, and I came up with the the Bucks and the Chiefs. So I'm going to go a little wide receiver running back combo. Give me Saquon. Nice. 
I am going to go ahead and grab a Monra here. Seeing, I was uh, thinking you might DK. go a Monra there for that week 17. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about it. I have that matchup circled here for our week 17 conversation. That is the the biggest matchup, in my opinion. Like when I think of like the highest scoring total potentially that week, it's uh it's Detroit and Dallas for sure. Yeah. That was the one that immediately jumped out to me as my favorite game of week 17. <laughs> Definitely. See some interesting starts here. We got DKM Dilly Dilly going double RB, Eckler and Taylor. Uh, we've got CTH Rilla going with the Philly stack, Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown. Ramrod keeping it simple, receiver, receiver. Same thing for uh, Vic Irino here, Hill Waddle. I've done a couple of Hill Waddle uh, stacks here recently, one with Tua, one without. Uh, can't really hate on it too much. It, it's just kind of the ADP game. And, you know, if you're into that really heavy stacking, I, I, I just don't hate it. Here comes the Mahomes pick right on cue. Uh, so, Hope, how do you like to structure your teams? Uh, are you jumping in drafts and just kind of letting the board tell you what to do? Do you have a specific thing in mind that you want to accomplish in the draft? Um, you know, like what does your roster construction look like? Are you trying to go for two QBs, three QBs? Like tell the people kind of how you go into a draft and what you expect to, to take. Yeah, so I, I really let the room come to me. I don't have a favorite I mean, I guess I would say hero or anchor, whatever you call it, RB uh, is my favorite strategy. But, you know, I've, I've done tons of zero RB. I do. So, I've done a couple of the, like the hyper fragile, like starting three straight RBs. It's not my favorite. Um, it's tough. Yeah, it, it's, it was a gross build. I think I had like the 102 and took CMC and then just all the receivers went. And so I went like Pollard, Ramondre. Okay. Uh, it, yeah, it didn't. I didn't love the team when it ended. So but I try and let the room come to me. You know, I. Like I in that you know example, all the receivers were gone and, and the running backs were just the best pick. So I, I did try and build that way. Um, but mm-hmm. it's it's really important for me too with like roster spend and not over committing. Like once you've taken a certain position, you know, say it's receiver, and like maybe you get an awesome ADP fall from a receiver, but like you have to be cognizant of you know where you're at in the draft as far as like if you have one running back at that point. You know, and, and there's some guys you like on the board. I kind of am trying to be more cognizant of like what I've spent in the in the drafts mm-hmm. so far. No, I love that. And that just I think if you keep that type of mindset, you're gonna have a, a balanced roster no matter no matter what, like at the end of the at end of the draft. Because if yeah. you do go early QB, you're just obviously it should be backing it up with later QB, vice versa with your other positions. Yeah, so it's I like, really like that. Yeah. You know, just because Lamar falls maybe six, seven picks, like if you take Kelsey. It's still a no, like for me, at least for mm. me. That's my opinion. I'm liking Gilbert C's start here. This is similar to what I've done in the recent days. He went Jefferson, uh, Hero, uh, QB, and Josh Allen, and then got a nice, I mean, a potential Hero RB and Derrick Henry, someone that can mm-hmm. really carry you. Um, Derrick Henry going to have a very lovely Week 17 matchup, Houston Texans. Then Week 15. Yeah. Oh, so week, his, oh his dang. He fantasy, doubles uh, up playoff. the Texans. Yeah. Damn. Damn. That's just great for fantasy. Like, you know, just, just for like your regular mm-hmm. fantasy redraft in dynasty leagues. That's fantastic. It is. Yeah, man who goes for like 200 yards every time he uh, every time he plays them. I mean, that's it's pretty nice to have in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, it's like the new version of Who's Your Daddy with Pedro Martinez. <laughs> what, I, what I compare it to. Let's so we got see. Hope on the clock here. Got an RB and a receiver so far. Man. I don't love the receivers here. I'm just going to take Lamar. 
I okay. think I'm so excited for the Ravens, everything they've added around him. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot, you know, a lot of the coach speak coming out with the Todd Monk and hire, like, it seems like this offense, you know, is going to be a lot improved, a lot more passing. Um, so yeah, I'm grabbing Lamar a lot. Yeah, this is a tough one. And I like him too. Cause like, even if I miss on Andrews here, he's got plenty of stacks later. I can grab one of, and, and then Lamar's a guy you don't have to, you know, overstack if you don't want to. So yeah, I like Lamar a lot. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say he's one of those guys that you don't even need to stack if you really don't want mm-hmm. to. I mean, he's he has that rushing upside, and those guys are super valuable even if they're not stacked. I was back and forth there between Gibbs and Najee Harris. Najee Harris went to pick later. Um, I still feel good about taking Gibbs, kind of you know bringing back that uh, that Week 17 potential correlation, and I just feel like he's going to be the PPR back in this system. Like I know that David Montgomery is a big, strong back. He's got a good frame, and he does catch passes, but – I just feel like Jameer Gibbs has to be that change of pace guy for them. And I could probably back up that pick with Montgomery not long from now. Yeah, I love Jameer Gibbs. Um, and I think, like, for as much as, like, you know, I think that they didn't like DeAndre Swift, he still, like, had a lot of spike weeks last year, or a lot, probably three mm-hmm. or four spike weeks. And so I I think if in that role with someone they're excited about, in which they obviously are, if we saw that draft reaction to them picking Jameer Gibbs, like, I think he's going to be a stud for them. Uh, man. Take Walk or Watkins. Hopkins a little bit ahead of his ADP. I'll be all right with it. Yeah, but that's where he's going to go. Where, where If he signs with a contender, that's where he's going to go. He's going to go above all these guys. Yeah. 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 I had been a, a little leery of DeAndre Hopkins, but I took him today in the BBM I did earlier. Um, because I still think, like, we saw when he came back, he had caught a ton of balls, and mm-hmm. it, there's always that possible possibility of a trade. Oh, yeah. he's got to be moved still. Like, I, say, I, Justin, I have to imagine he's on another team. You're just taking him because there's uh he, he was getting on the plane to Chicago. What was that, yesterday? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Right. You're right. just taking him because you think he's going to go on the base. Uh, gosh, that would be <laughs> great. That would be great. Um, I've been stacking him sometimes with Josh Allen, just in case he goes to the Bills. Mm-hmm. I like that. It. Yeah, I don't think he's actually going to, but man, that would be fun. Uh, Mike Robin in the chat saying saying Hopkins will get juiced up. Yeah, like right now you're getting in on him ahead of an ADP shift. I feel the same exact way about Madison, Dalvin Cook. I actually took Dalvin Cook and Madison on the same team in my last draft because I just know that both of them are going to have big shifts at the end of this month. It's, it's less than like two weeks away. They're both going to climb very quickly, so... Yeah, I definitely believe that there's going to be some some juice to his value coming. And, you know, Hopkins, that move could be a month away, months away. Who knows? So yeah. Um, yeah. hopefully they get an interested partner. But they've also talked about just releasing him, which would happen most likely the same time around uh, Dalvin Cook hitting the market. Yeah, get your Madison now if you can. Like, that's something I wish when BBM opened, I would have gotten some more of him. Um, mm. I feel like he was just always gone ahead of ADP, which makes sense now. I actually got him today on that draft I did. As my RB two, um, nice. I'm kind of an anchor with Pollard, so okay. I'm gonna try and add him because he's still like, even though the rumors are out there, until it like once it actually happens, there will still be even more of a reaction from like the overall market. So mm-hmm. I still think you can get him now at a value, even though he's probably risen a few picks since the the news earlier. Exactly, Andrew. After you make this next pick, you want to hit a quick word from the sponsors? Uh, yeah, let me uh, let me throw on the old sponsor shady rays here. Oh, sorry. Uh, Mr. Rob was trying to make a uh, uh, steroid joke. Sorry. 
Yeah, I, I, I think this comment's even funnier. It went limp and flat. Yeah, well, that was definitely more direct. <laughs> well played. Well played, Mike. I like it. <laughs> Ramrod stealing my Justin Fields. Oh, that's all right. He wasn't going to make it back to me. That's probably what I've seen like the most different from draft to draft is how drafters are um, – you know, valuing the quarterback position. I feel like it's always different. Like there's, there's some that bring them all the way up to like, you know, pick 13. There's some that are waiting all the way to like pick 19 or 20 to start them. So it's been really tough to, to gauge that from draft to draft. Yeah. It seems like, like Herbert Burrow fields seem like the best values. Um, mm-hmm. Just cause that the two rounds makes a big difference in like players you can get. Um, if you don't take a, a quarterback. So like, I, I think Herbert's an awesome pick right now. Oh man, you know I'll do Scary Terry to do the. Uh... I don't know if I like it backed up with Josh Allen though. Like if you just took Josh Allen two rounds ahead, yeah, you don't need to draft another you know quarterback for the rest of the draft probably. But top five, I just feel like that's expensive. Oh yeah, I didn't notice they had Josh Allen already. I was liking that team. Uh, all right, so uh, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays has durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well. With shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. Go to ShadyRays.com and use uh, promo code SGPN for 50% off of two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500 Shady May contest. And you've already got the shades, and now it's time to get a great pair of mesh shorts for the summer. SGPN has dropped a new line of mesh shorts perfect for any summer activity. Uh, My favorite activity is still, since the last show, uh, doing stuff for my pregnant wife. Just running around the house, uh, (laughs) not wearing, you know, real pants or jeans or anything. Like, when you're running up and down all these floors, like, you know, you got to have some motion. You got to have some movement. (laughs) That's all I got. That's all I'm doing. (laughs) You just said that, not not wearing real pants. That's just, that's they're just my shorts. They're not pants. <laughs> I, I tell you what, Justin. You look like you just stepped out of Top Gun with those with those glasses on. Bang! Yeah, these these are goose. my favorite. I got these other ones from Shady Rays. You know, because I did't want to come out here like you know as a poser with like just some gas station glasses. But you see how like these like literally blend in. Yeah, I do see that. You can barely see me. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I had to go with the the more aviator approach. Um, and also, oh, I'm on the clock. And also, uh, yeah, give me some more Dalvin Cook here. A uh, couple shots ahead of ADP, but I'll take it. Where do you want him to go? Me personally, yeah. I I like those landing spots. The Chiefs would be amazing. Oh my god, it's true. That would be insane. Um, I don't think the Bills is out of the question. People are like, oh, but oh, he wants Cook's his brothers. brother to do good. Yeah, like, let him cook. Yeah, but they're brothers. Like you, you wouldn't want to play. F- in the NFL with your brother, you know what I mean? Like, and they just, they don't, James Cook and Damian Harris aren't established like guys, you know what I mean? Like one year deal. Like, I don't know. I could see it. I could, I could see that. I would hate that for all my Damian Harris shares, but yeah, that yeah, would, uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good fit. 
Um, no, there's there's a lot of places. I mean, if you just look at the board, uh, you know, you guys had mentioned Jerome Ford earlier. I love Jerome Ford, but pff, add Dalvin Cook to that lineup, get out of here. And they we've seen them do it. Like, you know, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, I think there was at least one year they were both top 12. Probably. I'm not sure. I thought it was their first year together. I thought they were both top 12, but it's a situation where either guy, you know, instantly just becomes a huge value if the other one gets hurt. But I think um, your Dallas idea, that was something I haven't really thought of, but that does seem like such a thing Jerry Jones would do. Bring in the star who maybe is aging a little bit. He's still good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that just seems like a big, like a big Jerry Jones thing to go grab Dalvin Cook, bring in the name. Mm -hmm. um, didn't, he, didn't he like lead the league or third in the league in like yards after contact last year? Yeah, he's not like over the yeah. the hill like I'm, you know, a normal Cowboys free agent. But I, um, <laughs> I love it. That's how I but love no, all the that Cowboys. would it would just receive like yeah, that would be a, that'd be a good move for them. Uh, the Rams. I mean, yeah, there's there's just a lot of opportunity for Dalvin Cook. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he left actually, and they wound up adding somebody else like a like a Lenny or a Kareem, you know, some something like that to complement Madison because. Was it Kenny Nawangu and Dwayne McBride? Dwayne is that, McBride. Is that, yeah, yeah, he's there. They just drafted him. Yeah, so I don't know if that's enough. Not, not in the NFC North right now. Um, these other teams, they're a lot better at running. Uh, the Lions, the Bears, the Packers. I saw Luke Getze today not over committing to any running backs. That you know breaks your heart a little bit. The situation is tough, right, with the yeah. Bears, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know, because I feel like I like all three of the running backs they have. I just have no no Same. idea what to do. Same. I've been grabbing a lot of Khalil recently, um, especially on, like, the zero RB approaches. Uh, I feel like he's a you – know, like, when he's a guy that gets volume, he does really well. Like, like in games mm -hmm. where he's gotten 18-plus touches, I think, like, five out of the six of those games, he has, like, 100 all-purpose yards and at least a touchdown. Like, he just hasn't had the opportunity. He can't, can't stay healthy. Yeah. Mm. And Foreman was an absolute, you know, hero for people last year, you know, and just fantasy in general. He was fantastic. Yeah, he's awesome. Like, just it's tough. And Roshan was a draft crush, you know, all the stuff about him being great, and mm -hmm. receiving, good in pass protection. And so, you know, I hated seeing him go there, kind of like the Zach Charbonnet to Seattle. It was just frustrating for right. fantasy. But um, well, Anthony Richardson, once again, just going higher and higher. God. Get him, Ginder. Get him. Jesus. Defend yourself. Get in here. <laughs> the four uh, RB Davis, are you referring to Chicago there? That is that, is that some Justin Fields slide there? Pretty good. I've heard worse buys. Oh, man. Honestly, I, I, I'm just going to plant my flag on Roshan. I just think that he has the the best skill set out of any of those guys and eventually mm -hmm. he'll just take on the job and it's also just the value right like it's not projected yeah. anything here in underdog he's going in the depths of you know round 16 or later you know pending your draft so you're just getting the value i like i like backing him up with you know a foreman or a herbert if i can still like i think if you get two out of those three i think you're going to be in good position i think it's best ball at the end of the day you just get the best one yeah it's not a bad situation. No, it's not bad at all to have all of them. Not all of them, but have two of them. Yeah. Hope, is there any teams that you're just like completely off of that you're just not taking like 
anybody from? Hmm. The Texans are the one for me. I don't love. I mean, Schultz. I am taking. I don't know. Like, I think me and Davis have this discussion sometimes. Like, there could be fantasy relevance from every team at you know, whether it's big or small. But the Texans' receiving core is such a mess to me. Robert Woods is there. You know, Nico, Mechie, Tank Dell. Like, none of those guys are exciting. Plus, like, they have a pretty good offensive line. I think they're going to run a lot with Singletary and run a lot with Damian Pierce, obviously. So. I'm not really taking much of the Texans stacks um, at all, really. I'm not stacking Carolina much, but Mingo's exciting just because of his profile and being in the draft capital he got. So I'm mixing him in, but stacking those two rookie QBs with, I don't know, potentially low ceilings in year one is something I'm not doing that much of right now, but mm-hmm. we'll see as the off season goes. Yeah, I have very few shares of Stroud and Young. Uh, when I have gotten them, you know, I've tried to get, you know, Schultz, Mingo, like you said, those are the ones that are most appetizing. Um, I've taken Robert Woods, though, in the last round, and you know what? I, I don't feel that bad about it. Round yeah. 18, Robert Woods, a lot of experience, probably plays a lot of snaps, at least early on until, you know, he's not healthy or gets hurt. See, but do you think that he really is going to boom at all? Like, wouldn't you rather just take, I, like, Xavier I, Hutchinson or... I thought about that. And I do think there is at least, like, one or two weeks where you might just see Robert Woods score two touchdowns. Like, I, I, I when you get into the red zone, there's only so many targets. There's only yeah. so many guys that you're really going to count on to be sure-handed. I think Stroud mm-hmm. leans on those type of experienced guys in a Schultz, maybe a Robert Woods until again, like he's just not healthy. I, believe me, I could see Robert Woods playing four games and calling it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like retiring at halftime type of situation. It's, it's mm-hmm. Texans. <laughs> Who knows what could happen? But if he's there and he can be healthy for five or six plus games, I, I do feel like there's like at least one or two weeks where he could boom. Yeah, and him running out the slot, you know, for a rookie quarterback, easier throw to complete. So I could definitely see him having some games where he has a lot of catches. Mm-hmm. I do like Xavier Hutchinson, though. He's going undrafted. Yeah, so do I. Oh, I like him a lot. Yeah. I I, I showed you that, that uh, or maybe I didn't show it to you, but I still have it on my phone, that uh, screenshot of someone taking Tank Dell at like 9-9. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's that's absurd. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mike Clay, by the way, speaking of Xavier Hutch disrespect, Mike Clay dropped his like rankings of like all the teams and all the receivers on each one. He had the Houston Texans like way down at the bottom, which they probably should be for receivers, but he didn't even put Xavier Hutchinson on the list. Jeez. He didn't even put him on the team. <laughs> the hell? Come on, Mike Clay. Come on, brother. Yeah, he had a lot of production in college. Like, I'm kind of shocked by that. Doesn't make Mike Clay's Houston Texans projected roster, apparently. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know. I was like, I'm looking at this. I'm like, I don't know how this correlates to fantasy whatsoever. I was actually kind of like dogging on the list a little bit. But then I was like looking at him like, this guy doesn't even have like the orders right. Like he's got like Isaiah Hodgins like buried at the very bottom of the depth chart. I'm just like, guys, like Sterling Shepard, come on. Like he's closer <laughs> to a player coach than he is a starter. Like yeah. it drives me crazy. That giant slot receiver situation is such a mess. Like I'm ready to get that solved. Like I'm ready for camp to get here. It's not going to happen. I know. <laughs> They're not going to tell us anything. I know. It's so bad. Hmm. No, Jalen Hyatt was listed as the last guy on that list. (laughs) What? Like, come on now. I think Wandell was number one, which I don't hate, but still, like, he's such a low ADOT guy. I just don't see how he has a ton of usage in that offense. Uh, Hope, who are some of the favorite uh, tight ends that you like to go after? It it doesn't have to be any of the top guys. Like, 
just just late tight ends. So, well, I like David Njoku a lot. He's just drafted. You know, yep. he's been my guy of like trying to middle that elite tight end and hoping that he makes that leap up into that next tier next year. Um, so he's someone I really like more in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. I take a lot of Tyler Conklin, you know, just as the Jets starter. Rodgers throws a lot to the tight end. Um, I mix him in a good bit. You know, I throw Jelani Woods on Anthony Richardson sacks late. Kate Otten, I- I'm taking him. Um, especially, you know, on some of the sites that do 20 rounds, I'm taking him over there um, a lot. I think that he showed and, and flashed a little bit, and he's going to be out there um, as their starter. So I think he's someone late that doesn't get drafted that much that you can can target. Mm-hmm. I've been drafting a lot of Trey McBride because he's like super late. Um, do you think that that there's a difference between like him and Zach Ertz? Like, do you think Ertz is going to kind of disappear in that offense? I know that offense is just kind of going to suck uh, for a while, but do you think that there's any value in, in Trey McBride at all? Yeah, I, I think so. I think he flashed down the down to the end of the season. We kind of saw the uh, the meme correlation from last year with Tyler Algier and Zach Ertz that Davis Maddock talked about. It actually came true with McBride and Algier. So I think he flashed. He was a was a second round pick, right, last year. And then yeah, the Ertz so. situation, you know, we're just still seems like he's going to be playing again, but you know, it's a pretty serious injury, and so I, I'm fine mixing in McBride a lot, mm-hmm. especially because that offense is it going to be Colt McCoy. Is the quarterback or Jeff Driscoll? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, at least until you know Kyler. Either way, like, he's probably Carson someone Wentz. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. God. Please no. I, please no. Oh. Um, but no, yeah, I, I like Trey McBride as well. Mm-hmm. I'm steaming up Chig a whole lot. Uh, I really mm-hmm. like him uh, a ton. I think that he has the. Uh, he's one of the tight ends that could potentially lead his team in targets. Uh, at the end of the season, um, so I, yeah, I like I like Chig a whole lot. Not that I need to tell anybody that because everyone knows it, but by now, yeah, Chig is awesome. <clears throat> I've got lots of running backs. Uh, this is a little different. So, so kind of tell the people hope a little. Oh, here, actually, I'll let you make your pick, and then uh, I'll ask you a question here. Um, what do you here? And I really want to pick Devon A. Chain for that that week seventeen, but. I think I need a little bit more, a little bit more help. I'm gonna go P Ryan um, for a more consistent role. Or at least I think there. it will be, unless they bring yeah, someone we, we in love over P. him. Ryan. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, we're big favorite in the zero P. Ryan approach. <laughs> um, so so tell the people a little bit how you are drafting or, or taking your 150 and kind of splitting it up at all between. Uh, you know, actually the, the fantasy playoffs, you know, week 17 correlation, and then just trying to win as much as you can uh, in the regular season money. It's tough because it's such a new format that we don't really know the best way to kind of structure for both. I think there's a way you can kind of middle it where, you know, I am building week 17. I'm, I'm keeping that in mind and keeping the playoffs kind of the first thing I think mm-hmm. about, but then also like guys who maybe are injured or suspended that I don't love anyway, kind of just, not drafting them at all. Like I haven't picked Kyler yet. I don't, I don't know. It's nice. BBM is open for so long. So we're going to get a clearer look at where he's at in the timeline for him, you know, as the season approaches, whether it's going to be four games, does mm-hmm. he miss more than that? Or does he miss any, um, but guys like that, I'm not picking as much, with the regular season in, in mind, um, James Williams is a tough one. Cause he's, you know, awesome for best ball. I'm a big spike week guy, but 
he's just tough missing six games is going to make it hard when you know your 10th 11th round pick or earlier is missing six weeks so i think you can kind of middle it where you build for week 17 and keep you know keep the good structure but then also kind of pay attention to you know maybe those other guys and their situations mm-hmm. what are yeah, you guys doing I'm I'm gonna try I'm to win three million dollars. So that's what I'm playing for. <laughs> no, I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna try to do both. Um, I, I think I'm gonna split it probably seventy thirty between seventy, you know, going after the going after the uh, the full prize and thirty kind of going after the regular season prize. Um, I, I think there's value in doing both, and like you said, it's kind of unprecedented right now. This is the first time we're doing anything like this. Uh, so I actually I think that if you want to go for for the regular season money, it's a good time to do it since, you know, not everyone has a clear strategy as to what to do. Yeah. And I think that balance roster construction a little bit more, like paying attention to your, to your roster spend to make sure you're not, you know, lagging at a position helps for the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, more so where, you know, you can be a little riskier if you're just going for those playoff weeks and, you know, a lot more zero RB can work for those versus a regular season prize, which both can work. I mean, we saw it last year where um, the, the regular season first place hit basically every zero RB target you needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, really anything can work as long as you're you're staying in the structure, your good roster allocation. Like, I, I think that works for both. Yeah. When, when are you trying to fill your, your 150 by? Are you trying to have, like, 10 more to go with, like, that, that last week remaining, or are you trying to just fill it up as quickly as possible? Um, I am not filling up as quickly as possible. I'm pushed. I'm wanting to spread it out. Um, I don't, I mean, the barbell works, you know, it makes sense of why it would work, but I don't, you know, we've seen the winners drafted in June. We've seen them drafted in July. We know better teams, higher scoring teams are drafted the later you pick, but I, you know, that's a double edged sword because also all of your competitions teams are higher scoring later as well. Um, let's see, let me grab this pick real fast and then. Go it's not really, a, grab not really a dynasty show tonight, brother. Uh, I would say yes, though, to that question. <clears throat> Stop, I'm trying to remember what the bye weeks are. This is... Commanders week week 14. <laughs> that's, all, <laughs> that's all I can remember right now. I know, I've got a Google sheet over here because I don't know. I picked the Ravens and the Lions, and I don't know if they have. When are they going to get the buys up here, man? Come I saw um, Rudman said early, it's next week, early right? this week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's lovely. We've yeah, had the early. schedule for a minute now. Yeah. I know. That what seems you like, doing over I, there? you know, I don't know the tech side, but it seems like it'd be pretty easy to to get that on there. I don't know. But, we got a cool graphic uh, from SGPN that they that they just put out that yeah, has the all the buys and like the full yeah. schedule. Very nice for best ball correlation for sure. Yeah. Looks like all I'm good, 50 right? on July 18th. I love it. I love it. Uh, that's awesome. Is, is yeah, that if you Karain, can pull it off. Is that when Karain won it? Mm-hmm. Probably, July 18th, yeah. right? Yeah. Him yeah. and the regular season winner drafted on the same day. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I did see that. Good call, Paul. It's crazy. That is call, nuts. Paul. Like... I'm going to do it the day before. Just kidding. I'm up to, <laughs> we're, we're up to, th- we're almost 40 now for me. Okay. And I feel like I'm spreading it out, you know? Yeah. Damn. It's tough. Um, Damn. Trying to like figure out the timing for all these different drafts, you know, all the different contests. I kind of skipped this first puppy. Um, so and I've been, I've been drafting um, a little bit on, a little bit over on, on DK, but then 
you know, still mixing in BBMs now that we've got the schedule. Let's see here. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to be different at the very end of drafts, just trying to be a little funky with it. You know, I've drafted some Marvin Jones, you know, with my Detroit stack, stuff like that. I think there's a lot of moves still that like similar to that, they're they're gonna be progressed through the summer. And as long as you're keeping a sharp eye on some of these teams and just like their their depth chart, how they look right now, I think there's definitely some value to to be found for sure. So Hope, as a cardio club member myself, are you going to be doing a cardio club? Yeah, I'm excited. I didn't really um, draft a lot of BBM last year. So I'm excited this year. You know, I'm kind of, you know, going in um, and, and doing it full this year. So mm -hmm. I plan to do that. I'm excited. Can't wait for it to drop. I know Pete's, I'm sure, got some good ideas for it and and things like that. I'm excited to see what, what he's got cooked up. Yeah, you think definitely... jumping in the sauna is going to count? I would. That'd <laughs> yeah, be yeah, awesome. Drafting in the sauna. Drafting in the sauna. I mean, that'd be fun. It'd be possible. I, I don't know. I'd be worried about my phone overheating. I feel like every time I've had my phone in the sauna, it just overheats. All right. I specifically <laughs> picked Michael Thomas just so I could pick Derek Carr for Davis. Nice. There you go. Ian I got Derek Carr in my one before, before this. It wasn't <laughs> naked, but, you know, <laughs> I had Alave and Mike Thomas. Yeah, drafting and exercising, by the way, very, very interesting uh, thing to do because sometimes you're sweating so bad and you're like trying to hold the phone and sweat's going everywhere and you're trying to wipe your face and pay attention while still riding. Like I have a Peloton, so I rode that last year and you're trying to do what you're supposed to do on the Peloton while draft. It's it is very intriguing. Um, and you also will draft some probably terrible teams that you hate. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's fun, but it's, it's interesting. Oh, that's what I've noticed. I've tried doing a couple drafts at my at my gym I go to and. The Wi-Fi in there is terrible, and it, like it just doesn't run on the <laughs> Wi-Fi, so I have to turn it off. But then, you know, the the internet or the Verizon or whatever is not great in there, so it's gonna be tough. I might have to figure out some other ways to get those done than just at the gym. But I don't know. I thought about buying one of those desk treadmills, those really small ones that you can just kind of walk and and jog with at the desk. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Pete might have to do that to stream all of his yeah in the cardio club. He's insane. 150 yeah that's it's I'm awesome get one of those uh self-exercisers from like the 50s that you saw in mad men <laughs> oh yeah the ones where that the like, women are, like yeah. around their bellies i'm just gonna do that like uh, uh, just drafting you'll be trying to pick your like fingers you know wigging out yeah <laughs> having back spasms what do you have to do on a peloton other than ride they like quiz well you? depends like if match you colors do, uh, and stuff too or well like so there's different things like you can take a class obviously then you kind of got to pay attention and like do what they're oh. telling you to do or you can just take like a nice leisurely stroll along the you know pacific the or thames, rome the or river wherever you choose but i like to do the classes because honestly like i'm not going to push myself very hard like i'm i'm just I'm, I'm a lot more lazy than i really should be so if someone's telling me like all right amp your shit up right then i do yeah. it but then i lose track of the draft at the same time so it's a it's a toss-up no, tell me what to do, computer. <laughs> oh no, Kendall can tell me what to do. Oh, oh, yeah, you got a, you got a little personal personal <laughs> thing going on there. <laughs> yeah, they, they have some pretty cool, uh, pretty cool instructors. I will give it to them. I will say, I yeah, I had on my previous job. Um, we had a like a company gym, and it had a Peloton in there that anyone could use and create an account. So I used it a few times. It was actually really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, it would be something I would definitely invest in at some point. Um, I enjoyed it. But yeah, I can see that because you have to turn the little dial to speed yourself yep. up or change. And like, yeah, if you're not paying attention to the instructor, it could be it could be tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like they get mad at you or anything, but still, you know, it's a it's a tough thing to try to do. <clears throat> Let's see. 
builds here. Got Hope with two, three, six, one. Andrew, where are you at? I'm two, two, seven, two. And I am one, five, five, one. I like it. Mm. I am going to keep avoiding tight end and quarterback. Duck it. Let's see. Lean into that Dallas stack. Got uh, all three starting receivers in Dak. Nice. Probably leaving with Ferguson as long as one of you two or Ginder or DK don't snipe me. It's a lot of people to snipe me. It's bold. It's bold, man. You you picked the guy who's going to throw the most interceptions in the league too. Back to back years. <laughs> oh yeah, man. He made me money last year. We're we're going two for two. Ginder loves his Peloton. Oh, I know he does. Yeah, he, he has both the bike and the treadmill. Damn. So shout yeah, shout out to, to Peloton Ginder. All right, I'm back up in a couple of picks, probably still avoiding tight end and running back. Where are we at here? Damn. I want another receiver, but I've just keep feeling myself just constantly pulled towards Zeke Elliott. And it just I just keep getting pulled in. Over your man, Devonta or uh, Deontay Foreman. Not stacking him with anybody else, so this is a naked Bears draft for me, it looks like. <laughs> I was in a draft the other day with Hope, and I, I sniped uh, Chase Claypool from her. <laughs> yes. Wow. What a yeah. snipe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Deep yeah. stuff. Deep stuff. <laughs> what was that, 18th round? Is that where he's at now? So, yeah, he was, he was where, way back there. That's where he should be. He was way back there. Those stuff. I kind of had to take like right when the big board dropped in February that he was going to be, you know, a pretty good pick because like, oh, they traded, the, you know, basically a first round pick for him. They're going to force the ball to him. But mm -hmm. does not seem. Does I, not seem I, I don't know about this forcing the DJ ball Moore. to him. This was pre-DJ Moore, right? Yeah. But I, I see some big weeks still. I mean, if I'm talking about Robert Woods coming down with a couple, couple <laughs> yeah. multi-touchdown I mean, weeks, uh, Chase Claypool is certainly in the range of outcomes. Your Bears better team. better amp up their their passing opportunities because last year was just dreadful. I don't know, man. Uh, I can't remember what account this is. There's an account on Twitter that keeps posting like uh, all of Justin Fields' deep balls until uh, you know next season or until training camp. I was just like, man. I same thing, almost like Zeke Elliott. Just keep getting myself pulled in. I don't know. I'm starting to buy it a little bit. I saw Zeke running around garbage cans the other day. I'm in. Let's go. Let's go. He was running around a bunch of themselves. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. Good job there. I like that. I always love a garbage can season when these guys are just running around these little garbage cans and they just look amazing. They just look great. I do think, though, if you're going to pick any Zeke at all, just grab him now because he will get that round, maybe two round bump whenever he mm -hmm. does sign and just like a natural thing that'll happen. We're not being on a team, but you know, pushes you down. So as soon as he signs, he will go up a round or two. So if you do want him at all, he may even go more depending on the situation, mm -hmm. but yeah, I'd grab him now, him and Fournette. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I saw David said, I'm going to complete a slow draft while cardio clubbing. <laughs> God, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we'll see you later, Davis. Cause I, I'm pretty sure you will die by the end of it. Let's see. In round fifteen here, any um, late stacks that you like? Anything that you can get from this space and this space and out? Fifth, round I fifteen or later. Giants. Matt uh, Matthew Stafford's a great one right now because you could still 
grab him. It looks like Higby probably went, you know, a little bit earlier, but then Van mm-hmm. Jeff's back there. You could do two tell two two if you wanted. Um, but yeah, the, the Stafford Van Jeff Higby. Puka Nakua, Nakua, is that? Yeah, yeah, Puka, okay. yeah. He's a, yeah, <laughs> I, I need to... disrespect for Ben Skoranek. I won't allow it. <laughs> oh, Jesus, come Skoranek. on. <laughs> yeah, Puka's, a, Puka's an interesting pick. If you take Stafford, I like Puka a lot, actually. No, yeah, I'll have to uh, I'll have to start adding him. I don't think I've picked him yet. Oh, Ginder's saying don't take Stafford. Paul just sniping me here. On Sam Laporta, you took two quarterbacks already, Gindy. You don't I, I get really to tell somebody, us no. I really wish somebody was was in between me and him so they could take him because I don't want him. Ah, oh, Jeff Wilson You've got two quarterbacks already. What are you talking about? I know he, he's a guy here. who likes four quarterbacks. He's a guy who likes four. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone take four tight ends in uh, in a draft last night. That's, I mean, hey, it, it, I guess depending on what you, the rest of your roster looks like, if you just completely fade tight end until the very end, I guess that's okay to do. I would prefer to only take three. They did not. But... It was oh, all okay. throughout. So I was, oh, you know, that, well, thank you for the value. I probably appreciate it. Oh, Mike Rob in the chat here. Um, missed a few of the live streets because of life, but is the Rob's doing well? Big shout out to Mommy Rob, too. Yes, Mike Rob. Uh, the Rob family is uh, is doing well uh sleep is here and there uh, as the baby sleeps which is only during the day uh so yeah i mean everything's going well but uh my wife is recovering quite nicely as well from the c-section so uh yeah everything's going good appreciate you uh reaching out and asking let's see i just picked Taysom hill here what are you guys doing with Taysom this year it's a crowded tight end room now i, uh, especially I have a lot when... of Taysom. <laughs> i have a lot of Taysom. <laughs> i yeah, I just think like on this build I did with, with having Andrews, you get a guy who hopefully you're not going to need that often, but when you do, it's because he scores mm. two touchdowns, you know, one, two one-yard touchdowns or or whatever. So I still think he's going to score goal line touchdowns. What was he this past year, like tight end six or something in half? Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. You, just, <laughs> you just look at the total points scored the last two years, like on underdog format, like even if he does – you know, even if he has a 25% drop on that production, he's still fantastic value where he's going. Yeah. I like taking him if I take uh, Alvin Kamara or Kendrick Miller or Jamal Williams, like any of those guys who run the ball. I like taking him uh, to kind of do a weird stack with them. I need it. What are you guys, how are you guys approaching Alvin Kamara? So I haven't, I haven't picked him yet. And so I need to, I think start mixing him in, but it's kind yeah. of a, it's a tough situation. I have a yeah. lot. Okay. Yeah, I, say, I probably have more than I really should, but it's just if he comes back and has only like a small suspension or even if it gets pushed, his, yeah. his value is just tremendous right now. So, yeah, I, I have taken way more than I probably should. Uh, but I mean, the value is just there until we hear otherwise that he is not suspended. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to keep trying to take him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he thought this was funny the other night. He was asking me about this. I didn't know Harry Styles was in one direction. I also <laughs> don't know anybody from one direction or a lot I don't know anyone like is some are someone supposed to like. I know that one song. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, um, Ginder. He's, he sits on an island by himself, his One Direction island. Damn. <laughs> that one song, You're So Beautiful. I don't know. I don't even know it anymore. It's so old. It's not my type of music, so yeah, I don't ever, <laughs> I don't ever listen to it. Come on, dude. You listen to Backstreet Boys when you were a kid. Come on now. Uh, right. I, I mean, if anything, it's I listened no to NSYNC a little bit back in the day. but uh, It's no know. different. And sync backstreet the same damn thing. Oh, don't don't say that around my wife. She will. She's an insinker. <laughs> they were both uh, super hot. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 
One would say they were maybe 98 degrees. What if what if you had Derek Carr though? Oh, you like your cars naked. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Even in a fire. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's that's bold. I'm not gonna go that bold. Yeah. I, I definitely need to mix it some Alvin Kamara because yeah, if he comes back, and yeah, I haven't even considered him not getting a suspension though. So that that is interesting. I'll have to. I mean, I, I think that that's a very small um, possibility. But I mean, it, even if they come back, and I mean, the NFL is so weird with how they dish out their suspensions. I mean, you know, Calvin Ridley bets on a game; he's gone for a year. Yeah. Somebody hits their wife; they're out for like four games. So right. I mean, That's yeah, true. who knows? So, I mean, if the small chance that he only gets two or four games, his value here is is awesome. If he happens to get no suspension, then it's lights out where it is. And if he gets six, I still feel like where he's going now, it's settled at an, an okay spot. But mm-hmm. if I do take Kamara, I, I do usually try to get Kendry Miller or, you know, one of those other guys to kind of fill in for him. Or, you know, Pirine's a great pick too. I mean, because Pirine, by the time Kamara would come back, Javante Williams might be there and P Ryan might fall back. So, you know, just trying to put somebody yeah. in that place until Kamara gets back is a, uh, is a pretty good strategy. Yeah. Like hopefully they don't add anyone else. Cause there's been some talk of that recently about them adding another running back. And I just, man, that'll, Please that'll don't end be it. Cook. That would end it. That would end it for sure. I don't think that will. Oh. Yeah. That's a weird, that'd be a weird yeah. room. Yeah. I mean, they've got the three already and Taysom, you know, like it's, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, you want to hit a quick word from uh, from Talkify? I sure do. After my next pick, because I'm up next. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, we don't want... I- I'll leave the suspension on Talkify, because people are probably like, what is Talkify? Oh, you want to know what Talkify is? Who is Talkify? Man, this is going to be one of my first shares of Leonard Fournette, but I think it's a good time to take him with my build of, like, not any running backs here. All right, Talkify, Uh, life is full of what ifs. So what if you try something new when it comes to dating? Talkify is a new way to meet others, serious singles. What if they help you find what you're looking for? Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. They're trusted compatibility specialists hand select successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you doing background checks, video interviews, and asking the tough questions that you are too awkward for first dates. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash SGPN. And the SGPN Fantasy Football team is giving away a Lamar Jackson jersey in the month of May. Leave a five-star review on our Apple or Spotify podcast to enter. Please just DM us your review at SGPN Fantasy on Twitter tender. The winner will be selected May 31st. I uh, hope want to ask you about a couple of late-round quarterbacks and maybe just like their offenses in general. Uh, Sam Howell and Desmond Ritter. Do you have a, favor- a favorability between the two or either situation for either offense? Um. Definitely Sam Howell for me. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I that last game he played was awesome, right? And his last year at North Carolina, what did he run for, 800, 900 yards? Yeah, he's sneaky like good that. on the ground. Yeah. yeah, he's super exciting. I hope that he, you know, beats out Jacoby Brissett because that was a worry I had in the big board, you know, with them giving Jacoby that deal and him being pretty good last year for Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I kind of got nervous about that, that maybe, you know, they're bringing him, him to start. But, no, I, I love Sam Howell. I think – 
the weapons in Washington are awesome. Um, let me see, let me make this pick real quick. Um, but yeah, give me give me Sam Howell over Ritter. I'm still the Falcons are so tough. Like I'm, I love their weapons and I love you know Bijan, but mm-hmm. that team's just gonna run so much that I'm worried about the the pass volume. And then Ritter is athletic, but he really didn't run that much in college. Um, maybe he can this year. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm Sam Howell over Ritter. I've been See, taking both. Yeah, of I told them you, Hope knows what here. she's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big big Sam Howell supporter on the on the stream with uh, with consistency here. What about Howell and Mac Jones? I mean, Mac's tough, right? Like the offense, the weapons are terrible. Um, the new offensive coordinator, but I, I don't know. Probably Howell again. Like if Howell is the starter there with McLaurin, you got Dotson. Um, I I like the enemy coming in too. Like that's. That just, just seems like a, such a fun situation. And the, like you said, the, having that mobility is so huge. For the extra two, three, four points a game, potentially, mm-hmm. that he could, could give you on a week, week-to-week basis. So I, I still think I'm, I'm Hal there. Obviously, Max probably like more guaranteed to start all 17 games than Hal by a little bit. But mm. um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I trust that. You know, There's been some tensions there between Zappy, Mac and Bill. There, there has been. <laughs> um I, I think Max got Robert Kraft on his side. Um, Ooh, that helps. Which, you know, Robert Kraft doesn't meddle too much. So I think if Bill believes Zappy's better, he will go to him. And we saw him go to him last year and start mm. him even when Matt came back. Um, they were splitting reps at one point, yeah. Yeah, it's it's Wild. tough. That's still, still how, though, for me on that one. I've been a little bit more bullish on Ritter recently. I took a lot of Howell in the big board because I just love stacking. I just love stacking the commandos. They're just so deep on offense, I feel like, especially at running back. Um, But I've been watching some of the tape on Ritter, especially from that last game up against the Bucs. And I saw a lot lot more improvement in, I thought, his footwork and just his way to, you know, make the pocket more um, mobile, you know, like extending the play with his legs. Uh, there's even this like really weird clip of him just doing like this little like shuffle back and forth thing as he's backing up. It, it worked on the play, but it was just like, man, like, you know, you can see that he's getting out a lot faster. He's going through his reads a lot better. So I think, uh, you know, both of those guys have, you know, some bright uh, 2023s ahead. He's got the weapons. So, yeah. if you know, they can easily elevate him to some good fantasy weeks. And if he does mm-hmm. use his legs, um, like we know he probably can. Um, I, th- I think they're both fine late throws. Mm-hmm. I think I think also just being able to find your guy. That's what I liked about Howell is when he came in, he was able to connect with Terry. And I felt like that's like what always propelled Heineke into the lineup, because whenever he was out there, he was just always looking Terry's ways, always getting involved in the offense. And I thought the same thing of uh, Howell with McLaurin and Ritter uh, with London in that last game. London got a lot of work from him, a lot of targets. So if you're looking out for your your top guy, usually, you know, we're, we're getting back good results in fantasy and, you know, maybe not so much for their wins and losses, but we're happy. Yep. All right, you want to go uh, and grade some teams here, Andrew? Yeah, uh, saying I got some feedback from some of the people. We forgot to do uh, friends and family, uh, you know, reading of the teams and and giving them a grade. So let's make sure we we keep them happy here as well. So uh, hope you are the guest. If you want to go ahead and read your team, yeah. So at quarterback, I've got Lamar and Jared Goff. Um, did a two QB build here. I've got Lamar stacked up with Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews. And I've only got golf stacked up with Amon Ra. Um, at running back, I got Bijan. I got the Robinson brothers here, Bijan and Brian Robinson. 
smudge fear and more of kind of like an anchor build and mm-hmm. then um, added on five RBs. I like my late picks with Tank and Zach Evans here, some rookie handcuffs. Um, they got some good draft capital, or Tank did for sure. And then wide receiver, I'm a little weak on, I think. Amon Ra, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, Gabe, Bateman. And then I got some deep shot guys in Jalen Hyatt, Taekwon, and Darius Slayton late. And then Taysom Hill is my tight end too, to hopefully be there in Mark Andrews down games. Yeah, I, I actually like this team. Um, I, I of course I like the uh, the, the Jackson Andrews stack there. Um, the running backs are, are interesting. I like obviously I'm a Brian Robinson guy, but love Samaje uh, Raheem Moster. I mean, God knows what Miami's going to do yet, so that's yeah. a, a still a good pick. And I'm actually a big believer in Zach Evans. I think he's going to beat out mm-hmm. Kyron Williams, and mm-hmm. I, I just don't like Cam Akers. I think he's a little overrated, and I'm not sure that, you know how much they truly trust him. So I like that a lot. And your wide receiver room, I mean. Uh, we kind of skipped over Amra after you picked him, but I wanted to hit on something like that dude outside of Michael Thomas has had like the most reception or the most targets uh, in the first three years of his career out of like any other wide receiver. Like his, his target share is absolutely elite. It kind of falls off right after him. So I think you scooped up the last, you know, elite uh, target share guy before, uh, you know, the drop off. So I, I like your team. I, I'd give it about an eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, I, I put up nine. I, I like it a lot. It's, it's really uh, not dissimilar to a lot of teams that I draft. I love going to quarterback, love going to tight end, especially post-schedule release. Uh, just helps you get all this depth at running back and receiver. Big on take Bigsby as well as Zach Evans. I think both of those guys have some good landing spots. Peterson wants to use multiple running backs. I see a reality where Johnson, Etienne, and Tank have roles. Uh, and if you see a domino fall with an injury, that's a great situation to be in. Um, love Samaje, as we've been saying. Those top two Robinsons also love the value. Getting Bijan a couple of picks back. Brian Robinson right at ADP. Loving that. Uh, he's just a guy that has the opportunity to be an RB1 at pick plus 100. I, I love it. Um, Tyquan Thornton I've been getting a little bit more exposure to. Uh, getting like any sort of Patriot stacks, that's been kind of my favorite at the back end because they're super discounted and no one is buying them right now. Right. No one's buying Mac. No one's buying Devontae Parker. Mike Gusecki I've, I've picked up in the past couple of drafts. So uh, Tyquan Thornton as well. Really, really like that spot. So, yeah, I give it a nine. I think that's those are fair grades. Yeah, I think the wide receiver position's a little weak. Um, but I, I like I like everything else. So yeah, I think it's a fair grade. Yeah, I like uh, I like uh Jalen Hyatt a lot where oh, he's yes, going. So I, I feel like <laughs> oh, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna get juiced up a little bit more. I think he's gonna climb the board a bit. So I like getting on, in on him where you did. Yeah, wait till that camp video comes out, man. <sighs> yeah, he's gonna be a guy that goes up. No. Coach talk too. It's not gonna be healthy. <laughs> Who's up next? Who we got? <clears throat> uh, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll go next real quick. Uh, so I have uh, Joe Burrow, Derek Carr, stacked up Burrow with uh, Higgins, uh, Boyd. And then um, also I obviously uh, have the uh, correlation week 17 with uh, Kansas City, Isaiah Pacheco and Rasheed Rice. Uh, I took uh, Derek Carr, mashed him up with, uh, unfortunately, Michael Thomas. I <laughs> I got to keep that exposure down because I'm not sure if that Michael Thomas is even going to play. Uh, but then I also paired him up with Juwan Johnson. Uh, so running backs, CMC, Pacheco, Jeff Wilson, Chubba Hubbard, uh, Lenny, and Kareem Hunt. Obviously, the Lenny and Kareem Hunt. Uh, God knows what's going to happen with both those guys, but I might get lucky with at least one of them. Uh, wide receivers, Devontae Smith, T. Higgins, Terry McLaurin, uh, Deontay Johnson, Michael Thomas, Tyler Boyd, Rasheed Rice, and Josh Downs. Tight ends, David Njoku, Juwan Johnson. Eight, eight and a half. I mean, the only the only knock I'm going to have is you just have two running backs that aren't on a team, but they're both going to be on a team at some point. I'd so. imagine. Yeah. 
But no, otherwise, I mean, you know I love your receivers. I love every single one of these receivers. Rashi Rice, Josh Downs at the back end at their value. Absolutely love it. Rashi, you took a like a little bit ahead of ADP, but where you were positioned, I think that's you know fair. Yeah, I did you it know, for the correlation. The yeah. No, yeah, I, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Um, as long as Casey doesn't sign Dalvin Cook. Oh God, please all right. You're gonna be all right. <sighs> all right, I uh, will go next. All right, Dak, Dak Prescott, Desmond Ritter, waited till you know second to last pick for Desmond Ritter. Uh, Saquon Barkley, Jameer Gibbs, Dalvin Cook, David Montgomery, Jarek McKinnon, Zeke Elliott, C.D. Lamb, DeAndre Hopkins, J.S.N. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Brandon Cooks, Jacoby Myers, Michael Gallup, Rondell Moore, Mac Hollins, last pick, um, last two round stack with him and uh, Ritter, and uh, Chigakonwu and Michael Mayer. Uh, D.K. Dilly Dilly snipe me on uh, Jimmy G. So that, that was sad. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I mean, I'd give it an eight. Uh, again, I mean, I love your Chig pick. Um, I'm, <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I really like Chig. I feel uh, a so little yeah. exposed at tight end. Like, it's not it's not ideal. Yeah, yeah but that's okay. I mean, yeah. you know, you, I, that's one of those positions that you kind of can be a little bit exposed at because, I mean, that's your what should be your lowest scoring position um, mm-hmm. outside of, you know, maybe if you get Kelsey or if Andrews has a, you know, lights out year. So I think it's okay right. to be a little weak at tight end. That's pretty um, it's not uh, so hope if you don't mind so normally justin and i will go through uh friends and family's teams and just kind of grade them you know say if we like anything about them or if we don't like anything about them but you know it's always the same people so i think if we just read the teams to you tell you who we're talking about uh then maybe you give them the grade so that they don't think okay. that we're playing favorites <laughs> okay so we'll start with the 12 position uh dkm dilly dilly his uh quarterbacks trey lance jimmy g running backs austin eckler jonathan taylor Rashad Penny, Elijah Mitchell, Jamal Williams, Gus Edwards, wide receiver, Debo Samuel, DJ Moore, Brandon Ayuk, Jahan Dotson, Jay, uh, Zay Flowers, Alan Lazard, MVS, tight ends, George Kittle, Tyler Conklin, and Isaiah Likely. I like this team. I just worry about the quarterback position there with just having Trey Lance and Jimmy G. I think that's a big risk of a room to go into the, to the season with, but I, I love this RB room. I love the positional value spin where you took two at the top and then waited until the 10th round to take another one. I think that's really smart. I like the receivers on this team a lot. Um, and I love the stacks. Like you've got the full trade. Like if Trey Lance is the starter, I mean, you've got every piece of that team. I'll, I like doing the, the, the mega stacks, but I'm just kind of worried about Trey Lance and him being the starter there. So I don't know that uncertainty. I probably go, go eight, maybe um, just because of that uncertainty, but I, I really like the all the all the positions except except quarterback there. Okay, uh, moving on to the five spot, uh, team Ramrod quarterbacks: Justin Fields, Anthony Richardson, Matt Stafford. Running backs: Alexander Madison, AJ Dillon, Devin A. Chain, Tyler Algier, Chase Brown, Jerome Ford. Wide receiver: Cooper Cup, Chris Olave, DK Metcalf, Michael Pittman, Jonathan Mingo, Chase Claypool, and Puka Nakua. And tight ends, Kyle Pitts, Cole Komet. I like this team a lot. Um, the only change I'd probably make is I, I probably uh, wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have added Stafford and maybe done a seventh RB just because it's a it's a pretty zero RB team. Um, so I think maybe adding that when you already have you know you're spent a lot of quarterback with Justin Fields and Anthony Richardson. I think you're making a pretty big bet on those two guys. You know, in the top top 70 picks. I probably wouldn't have done Stafford, just added someone else, but 
I like this team a lot. It's, it looks like a really solid team. I like the stacks it's got. So, yeah, I'd probably go, probably go nine on it. I like that team a lot. Man, you just made his head swell up so much. I, can't <laughs> I like to it too, though. This. That's, 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 I mean, the, so same, I. that's yeah, the same yeah. grade a, I would have given him. It's not yeah. a bad team. It, it is funny, though. You can see that he definitely takes guys that, that we end up talking about. Uh, he's not a, I can tell you he doesn't have a lot of Jerome Ford. He, he said, get, let him have Buka. Stafford. Yeah, he was so, very uh, clear on it. Shout out Gindy. At least he listens. Um, I've talked to him, I talked to him a lot about best ball, and I know he's definitely taken some pointers from me over the years. So yeah, uh, shout out to Stafford him. is all stacked up too, which is great. Like if you're gonna yeah. do that third, um, I just don't know what the amount you spent on the other two. If I would have done a third QB, I'm not sure on the bye week situation though. But so mm-hmm. I don't know if that factored in or not. Yep. Uh, so the only other person we have here is Paul, which I think he he followed you in. So do you want to rank his team too? Yeah, let's do it. Let's right. do it. Um, so you, I usually like Paul's teams, so I'm sure this is going to be another another good team. We got Chase took the two two RBs here in the second third. I like um, Mike Williams, Christian Watson, Jordan Addison gets Waller stacked up with Daniel Jones, Jameson Williams. Uh, got Sky Moore here. Who I'm Sky Moore is a tough click for me right now in the tenth round. Um, let's see, Kendra Miller, Jalen Warren. I love love those two backs. Mm-hmm. Got Jordan Love, Sam Howell on this team, Dwayne McBride. Got Sam Howell stacked up with Curtis, Curtis Samuel. And then Sam Laporta as an upside tied in two with Waller. Yeah, that's a good team. Yeah, that one's a nine for sure. Um, it could have been a 10 if you didn't snipe me on Sam Laporta. But other than that, um, <laughs> it's that's an happened. awesome team. That's happened to me a few times. I don't like <laughs> it. I always think that Sam Laporta is going to sit. Like he's just gonna fall, but then I like they don't have anybody there, so I guess it makes sense. Like you know, he gets a little bit of a uh, little bit of a bump of priority in the drafts. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. It's awesome. Team. Uh, Hope, do you have anything to share before we head out? You've been a great guest. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me on. This was an absolute blast. I love your guys' show. Um, but yeah, follow follow my YouTube, Ian Davis, who's in the chat here. We're streaming now twice a week, Tuesdays, Thursdays. Um, over on my channel, it's it's just my name, Hope um, A. Bishop, and then um, our show is called Road to 150. So, yeah, check us out Tuesday, Thursdays, and then I'll occasionally pop up for a solo stream every now and again on there as well. So, yeah, come, come check us out. We'll be drafting all summer long. Yeah, I can vouch for Hope. Uh, the streams are awesome, and it's funny. Like I came in around like maybe like a subscriber eighty, and you are uh, you, you are flying off the shelves now, as they say. So uh, let's keep up the good work. Uh, it's it's awesome, and for all the sickos out here who are just like us, I mean, almost every day you can find a stream to go off of. Yeah. You know, just between the two shows here uh, to do a best ball draft. So make sure you check out Hope's show. Uh, her and Davis uh, have a very good have a very good connection. It is funny to to hear you guys kind of combat each other, but also agree at the same time. So it's a it's a great show. Yeah, it's it's a great balance. You know, I've probably I've come from it as more of like I kind of like you know combine to the hype around players and stuff. And Davis will bring me back down to earth, be like, no, okay, this is really <laughs> well, you know, what the stats say, or this is what his production actually was, and and no, we have we have a good good balance there, and and it's a, it's a good time. Love awesome. it, love it, Andrew. Anything to share before we head out? Uh, no, man, I don't think so. We got another show coming up here, another draft. Mm. Or do we not want to leak that yet? Tuesday or Thursday. I don't know. Tuesday yet. or Thursday. Okay. That's sad. I don't know yet. Could be special. I got to move. I got to move tomorrow, uh, with, with Emerson to Monday. So we'll, we'll see what happens here. Okay. No, man, yeah, I'm pre- good. Appreciate everybody uh, riding along with us. Be sure to smash the like button on YouTube. Give it, give this a download and a review on Spotify or Apple. We appreciate all of our followers and watchers. Take care, be well, be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.